0: And all the people said, Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. I trust that you have a handout. If you do not, uh, we have a couple of ushers that will help you with that. It's the third installment of our Wisdom series. And if by chance you've not been able to catch the first two, you can find them uh, on the podcast or online. The... Proverb that I would present tonight um, begins in such a way uh, that it is revealing. But before I get there, I just want to read our key verse, Proverbs four seven. Wisdom is the principal thing; therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Solomon opens up this book, this writing, that has uh, a thousand nuggets and hidden gems. He said, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. We We won't dissect each line, but he is descriptive in who he is. I like the fact that Solomon gives reference to his father. To know wisdom and instruction. This is the reason for his writing. To perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity. To give subtlety, its prudence, or it's, it's a boundary. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. He says this, and I close. there's more, but I'll close this one verse. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. That means a man of understanding, he, he surrounds himself, he, he lends himself to wise counsel. So just in verse 5, um, the wise man will hear. This is, a, this is an intentional action of listening or of, of gathering something that he did not have prior and that will increase him. And of course a man of understanding will lend himself. He'll open up himself to wise counsel. Now there are particular definitions that we could we could lean towards. Um, I'm giving us a working definition tonight that will help us with our wisdom series. And this particular lesson is wisdom in perception. Our working definition is this. Perception is the internal knowledge. Of something or someone not readily expressed. It is the ability to know without explanation or definition. So if you'll just kind of look at the definition for a moment. It's one of those things where it's not necessarily elusive. But it's not explanatory as a tangible item. Perception. You have knowledge of something. But it hasn't been fully excised you 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 have understanding of something but it hasn't been explained there is a perception it's a depth it takes part of my spirit it's it's an emotional um action it's a transaction of of the internal working of my mind of our minds okay we okay I don't want to lose you right after the gate. We just, I mean, we just, the gate just opened up. So just here we go. To help us with this, I'm just going to cover some scripture and then we'll go through it. So I'll give you a couple of settings and put the scripture into context. It fell on a day, first, uh, sorry, sorry, second Kings four. It fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem where a great Woman was living, of course, she was married. She constrained him, asked him to have dinner. So it was every time he went by, that's where he went to eat because it was an open door policy. Whenever you're in the area, come eat with us. She turned to her husband. I'm assuming that the prophet was not there now. And she said, Behold, now I perceive this is a holy man of God. He's not ordinary. He's the man who's always coming by. He's not an ordinary man. Now that that is a telling verse right there because it, it it almost appears that perhaps Elisha has not declared himself as a prophet that he didn't walk in and say, "Hey, I'm the prophet of God." But instead, the Shunammite woman perceives this with her own internal thought. So she says to her husband, let's build an addition onto our house and let's set it up so that when he comes every convenience that he needs is there this is verse 10 this is a a a, a person who perceives something but it has not been declared here's here's John 4:19 Jesus goes to Samaria he sits down with a woman he asks her to drink for a drink She is surprised at the conversation that a Jew um, would ask of her something, a Samaritan. When he exposes her life, she says to him, Sir, it's obvious or I believe that you are a prophet. This is something that has occurred now. Jesus has not made a self-declaration, but instead she did. Okay, we're, we're still, we're still reading. Here's Ruth chapter 1 verse 16. Ruth is the daughter-in-law of Naomi. Ruth is a Moabite. Ruth is, uh, is someone that had appears to have lived all of her life in her own country. But something has happened that she has gravitated and, 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 and latched on to Naomi, her mother-in-law. And Ruth says to her mother-in-law, don't make me go away. Naomi said, now you listen, you girls, uh, you stay here. Find you some other husbands. I'm leaving. One of the daughter-in-laws leave. The other daughter-in-law is Ruth. And she said, please don't make me leave, uh, or, or make me return from following you. Because wherever you go, I want to go. This is a perception. I'll lodge where you, where you lodge. Whoever who, Whatever path you take, this is my path. I'm going to die, verse 17, where you die. I'll be buried. Now this becomes the emphatic statement. In the scripture, when Jesus repeats any word two times or three times, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, or when it's, when it's repeated, uh, it, it means that there is a greater emphasis. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. These words in repetitive form. It means that there is an emphatic uh, uh, or concrete uh, declarative. She could have said, I want to go with you. But she went to the farther extreme to plan out her whole life, her death and her burial. Wherever you go, I go, your people, your God, your customs, your traditions, everything. I'll, I want to die where you're dying and I want to be buried right next to you. That this is to the farther extreme and it, it, it mirrors the, the, uh, the armor bearer of Jonathan. Turn the either way. I'm with you heart and soul. I'll die with you today. So that takes a perception and it's a little bit different perception. But I'm just giving you some biblical examples. We won't go through the whole Bible. Just a few things. Now we're, now we're into 1 Kings 19. This is... This is the older prophet Elijah, and he he has he has uh, he has found Elisha, and he put his mantle on the young man, and and the young man Elisha uh, has to learn very quickly. He's slow on the draw. Have you ever been slow on the draw? Uh, I've been slow on the draw. Who in this house is a late bloomer? You would say, "I, I just, I, in fact, I just grew up." Maybe like last week. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be the only one. I'll raise my. I'm a late, late bloomer. I. Um, I look back and wonder what was I thinking. Okay, this is Elisha. He, he's he's really late. He's he, the prophet. The profound prophet put his mantle on him. The young Elisha. He's thinking, you know, let me go take care of some business. He's immediately rebuked. By the old prophet. I wonder how many people would continue to follow their pastor if they said, Man, you know, if the pastor put his arm around you. Hey, won't you follow me? And then the next line is an open rebuke. This is unsettling for people. Um, most people would not tolerate that. In fact, most of the Bible ministers and characters and prophets and apostles, they wouldn't last one, one day in, in, in the modern uh, American church. They'd be, they'd be counted as incredibly rude. You read of Paul, but you you would not want him as a pastor. He would, you would you really wouldn't. Just go go take a look at Paul. All right, we we got to move on because you know that just it. There there I go down that trail. So, of course, this young man recovers, and he recovers in such a way that when it's time. For the older prophet to to end his ministry. And he wants to be by himself. Three different times. Three times. The older prophet Elijah says to the younger prophet Elisha. Just stay here. You stay here. I'm going to go away. And, And the younger prophet now has learned something. He has learned something. And he says, oh no, I will not leave you. Three times this happened. So the first visit, he was ready to leave. Let me go back and I'm going to, I want to have a little time with family. And the older prophet said, after I just put my mantle on you, you're going to go away. You're going to take your time with this. You're not going to abandon everything. But by the time that ministry uh, uh, education, the education of Elisha had taken place, the older prophet could not get rid of him. No, I'm not leaving you, even if you ask me. Okay, so we'll refer to all of these biblical narratives. There are at least, and, and I, 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 I many times preface my lessons by saying that I do not exhaust any subject. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that I could do that. So I would say there are at least three majors. To proper perception, and I want to phrase it in such a way where we can um, we can grow and add to it if if need be. Uh, the onset. Let me just tell you the onset. There 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 are distinctions in in the way that we perceive things by gender. Men and women perceive things very differently. Now, i don't know I, this is true if it's unsettling to someone uh, uh, you know you'll you'll have to just get over it. Uh, women perceive things a little clearer most of the time than men, especially about other women M- men don't perceive uh things about other people the way that women do. Now, I don't know why that is. Maybe you've done the research, but I know that it's true. Um, It could be the way we're wired because we are wired differently. A lot of men, not all men. Some men are big babies. But most men are more matter-of-fact. And women are more relational. And in that, in that sphere, uh, there is nat- more natural perceptions. Okay, is that okay? Are we, are we all right? I, I, I feel like I'm all right. I don't know, maybe. So I'm, I'm giving you a couple of, 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 of thoughts here. And, and there, there are three of these majors. The first major is a proper value system. When it comes to perception, there's a proper value system. The 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 ability to determine what or who is valuable, thereby initiating a substantial uh, investment in what is deemed worthy. Because whatever you value, that's what you that's what you invest in. Okay, so if you if you don't think that it's valuable, you won't invest in it. <laughs> so this comes by perception. We invest in what we perceive is valuable. We, whatever's worth something. It, 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 the worth of it may not actually change in reality, but if we think that it's worth more, then, then we we've changed our definition some people would sell something maybe you might sell something online or ebay or at a yard sale but if you think it's worth something you'll you'll charge that you'll you'll say oh i i can't get rid of that because that's you know that is worth a lot more now it may not be but if you think it is then it's valuable to you it's a perception and 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 in that There, there are, there are characteristics of this perception that, that's rooted in what we value. And whatever we value these characteristics are, are things like care or attention. We, we give our time to what we, what we perceive valuable. Um, we deem people or, or situations or church or, or locations worth our, our, our money or our time. They appeal to us, a certain restaurant, a particular ice cream, a, uh, a, a brand, a, a thing that we that we perceive to be valuable. It may be valuable or it may not be valuable, but it's valuable based upon what you think it is. And so if your value system is off and you you think that something's valuable when it's really destructive, then you don't have the proper value system because... In the perception comes the result of life. <laughs> oh man. I, I've, I've, I've made the mistake of walking by someone who had something to offer, but I did not perceive them. The arena of perception, however, is hard to explain. It's hard to explain. The Shunammite woman, um, the wife, she expanded her house in consideration of the man of God, because she had she considered him, and 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 many times we're moving fast, we're 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 racing through life, but we didn't pause to consider who it is that's walking by, who it is that's coming by, and so we don't pause now. Creating a room, I'm not asking you to to build an addition on your home. But I do think we should build an addition of time, create a space for people who are valuable. And that comes through a consideration. We consider them something. (laughs) And when you consider that, it adds something to your life. So perception also entails consideration. Ruth, in the scripture... Ruth deemed Naomi. She decided it was a decision. She deemed. She decided that Naomi was, would be the most important person in her life. It was a decision. Now, it was through relationship. You have to deem someone important. Now, that that is by appointment. Even though she was looking up, it was still by appointment. I found people in my life. I've decided that person's important to me. That individual... I need to listen to that person needs to teach me something. And so it, it, it developed over time. It was relationship, But it's my perception first. And it may, it, there may be some tangible things there, but my perception, they have something that I need. Elisha learned. Everyone say learned. He l- say learned. It's an education process. He learned the value of Elijah over time. At first, he did not know. He was young. He was ignorant. He was young, he was foolish. He was, he was young, he didn't know. That doesn't mean that, that the older you get, the wiser you get. Not, that's not true. This is not true. We would hope that it would be true, but age does not mean wisdom. It just means old. (laughs) That's terrible. No. No, because, because, just because you've lived hundreds and hundreds of years, I can show you in the Bible where they lived hundreds of years, but they were not wise. They did not learn. They did not consider that they didn't have the perception. They, They didn't learn from it. They didn't, they, they, some of them did not attach themselves to the right people. But Elisha will learn over time. And what he said at the beginning, he rejected at the end. At the beginning, he said, Listen, you know what? I got a lot to do. Now, I know you're the prophet. Thanks for the mantle. But, you know, I got some family business to take care of. Where is the reflection of that in the New Testament? Jesus gave the parable, he sent out the servant. Come to the come to the banquet. They said, you know, we've got a lot of things to do. We just bought some property. We've got to go take care of that. We've got to check it out. I just bought some cattle, some oxen. I got to make sure they're OK. All of them had excuses. It's reflection where the now the son of God is saying, I'm inviting you, but you've got things to do. You didn't perceive that the banquet was worth uh, worth your time. Now, hopefully, over time, all of us start to learn and gather some perception. It changes our value system that some things are more important than other things. But if we're racing through life, once again, people are running through our lives. We've given no time. We've given no time for that. Or some great, powerful, anointed person walks by. But we didn't perceive that they were. I wonder how many people have walked by us and we didn't know who they were. This happened to me a couple of years ago at a major conference. I was, uh, I was standing with a couple of ministers and a, a, a man came by and, and I talked with him, agreed him. I really didn't know who he was. It was a very nice conversation he moved on to another area of, in, in the building, and we stood there. And two of the pastors that were there said, do you know who that was? And I said, no. And then they started to tell me, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. By the time they got done telling me about this profound, powerful man of God, I said, okay, that, we, we're not staying here. Let's go get him. And I said, let's go. They said, well, we'll just talked to him. I said, I don't care. We are going to go talk to him. And we went over and made a big huddle. And I said, I am sorry. I did not realize who you were, but I want you to talk to us. And so for the next 30 minutes, we stood there. And he enjoyed the conversation. Whoa, what a powerful man. I don't want to. Uh, how many times have, has, has an Elijah walked by me? I just didn't know. I'm thinking. You know, I, I gotta have things to do. No, you don't. You don't have anything else to do but stand there and talk to that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I pause on these on these matters because they are they are counterculture. I pause on these because we have lost many things, and one of the things we've lost is a proper value system. We don't know who our brother is. We don't know who our sister is. But we need to. We need to learn. Hopefully, God will give us the perception. We can have perception. And then finally, uh, the example of John chapter four. Um, her opinion is going to be developed, and it's it's developed by by. Uh, response it's 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 developed by virtue of the lord's words of this this what he spoke gave her the perception he jesus didn't say i listen uh lady you don't know me but i'm the son of god and i'm the incarnate christ and i formed the world i i i knew you before the world existed he, he didn't say that he didn't pull out his credentials and said look i can i can do anything you know i can I can make this well explode and I can do whatever. He didn't say anything. What he did was he revealed her life history. And from his words, by virtue of what he said, she replied, I'll bet you're a prophet. I perceive that you are a prophet. And so these, are, these things are developed sometimes by what we hear. And we hear someone speak and then we can form an opinion. We can form an idea because of what they're saying. A a, a foolish man, a foolish woman uh, is known by what they say. A fool is known by what they say. In fact, the Bible says that a fool, when he keeps his mouth shut, can be considered wise. So if you're a fool... Just don't say anything. And people think you're very smart. But usually when someone opens up their mouth to speak, they reveal what they are. They reveal inconsistencies, anger. Hear someone talk long enough, they'll tell you about their life. In fact, as I listen, I, I, I can hear, ooh, that, now that, that's not right. Let's adjust that. Spoke to someone not too long ago on the phone, and, and they said something. I said, well, I, and I was careful. I said, I'm, I want, I'll take a different route here. I'm not sure I fully agree with that. And then we, we, we went through that one. Then we got to another subject. I said, you know, I'm going to go back to the first thing. So this is my second. I'm just going to deviate a little bit. I, I don't think that that's what the Bible would 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 tell us. Out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. And and it's revealed, and this is how she perceived. She perceived him. She didn't know exactly who he was, but because of what she what he said to her, she had a she was on the track of a proper perception. And all the examples uh, that I that I would declare to you tonight, or, or what I what I would speak, um, these are internal things. And, and they come from the value that we place. And in its proper form, uh, this value system does a few things for us. It sets our priorities. Sets our priorities. Now, I don't want to go down this track too far, but I've been doing a lot of research on church attendance. And, and not just Sunday attendance, but, but Wednesday church attendance. I want to thank all of you for, for many reasons for showing up at church on Wednesday night um, th- this there's been this ebb and flow um, uh, uh, 9/11 uh, 2001 9/11 um, there was there, right before that there was a there was a, a growing decline in, in just overall denominational church attendance 9/11 it, it ignited people went back to church and 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 this this was true for all denominations uh catholic churches and 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 people were joining different churches but then the decline happened again it it started to plummet about 2008 9 in that time of recession there was there was a further diluting and from that moment actually many many churches began to close there's a lot of closures of churches also during the last 20 years there's been a massive deficit of of preachers and and pastors and and in fact many baptist and methodist churches have been swapping one of uh, a, a pastor between them and many of the larger cities uh, these large beautiful buildings now have no one in them and they're trying to attract congregations or people to use their buildings because they're virtually empty uh, many of these churches in fact close so much uh, some of our apostolic pastors have been given churches in california just we're giving you the building no one's here anymore uh, there 's been some mergers of different denominations just because the doctrines are so similar or there 's no doctrine and they 're just joining because the the buildings are empty and so there 's a decline in church even in the last year or so there 's been a decline I, into the pandemic there, there, the, the The priority of course was was well, uh, was health um, And so all of our churches, no one knew what to do. Uh, One of the first entities uh, that closed their doors was the National Basketball Association. They just closed it out. And, And it was right... Um, it it was right before everyone else kind of leaped on it. It was, we didn't really know, but out of the pandemic uh, came this, or during the pandemic came this, this massive online church attendance. Everyone watched online. They got hooked online. And so people started to watch churches online. Uh, Um, if you start following that down, it was, in fact, it was like for every view that, that, that that a, that a church would, would have on their websites, you could multiply that times seven or eight people. So, you know, a church that had a hundred views might have seven hundred people viewing the, 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 the website. Now, now, we didn't know the analytics of how long they were, they were watching. Maybe five minutes, maybe 30 minutes, but people started to watch. Then, then they got into surfing the, the church website. So you, a person could watch two or three different services in a day and they, they felt content. And then out of the pandemic, which I don't know if we're yet out of it. I think we are. Um, uh, but as as we started to come out of that, then all of those analytics started to fall. But as they fought, fell, there was an assumption that people would go back to church. Uh, Sundays uh, now in decline. Many of the churches are, are down 20%. Some are down 40%. Some of those churches out of the pandemic have completely closed. They will not open their doors again. And then, and then, coming out of that pandemic, there's a there's massive chaos in the economic structure um, of the world. Out of that economic structure, now people are they're 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 now having to reset their 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 financial priorities. Do I go to church or do I do I buy milk? Um, Do I drive or do I buy the groceries? What do I do? not all of that is that extreme, but um, but many things are changing. There's there's uh, there's um, a little thing that I was I was looking at um, where now you used to get six Doritos in a little bag, now you get five. Um, uh, you, you 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 used to get a whole con- whole whole container of Oreo cookies. Now now the now the last is kind of empty. and They just lay the Oreo cookie down flat, so so it, it, it removes about four. You're getting ripped off about six Oreo cookies. Now you don't you don't get that. I bought a. I bought a. I bought two bags of, of dog food. I didn't. I didn't remember that I already had dog food. One one bag was forty pounds. Uh, it was sixty dollars of dog food. I don't even know why I did that, but I, I was trying to think of the dog food. I went back to Rule King the other day. I bought the same bag, and I thought, man, this looks a little different. Brought it home. Put the two bags together. Same price. Sixty fifty nine ninety nine for this for this dog, uh, and 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 one is forty pounds. The other one is thirty one point nine pounds. Same price. So, so it's just how it is, you know, just, just how it is, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get four Doritos tomorrow, tomorrow is going to be four Doritos. You're you're going to get half of the cookie, even, even, even the, even the, even the Oreo cookies, which, which I'm not really, I shouldn't be eating those. In fact, I haven't eaten them in a long time, but talking about them makes me want to have some milk. Um, You you, you get the double thing. Now the double is the single, the single is just a little, it doesn't even cover the whole cookie, just a little, it's an intent, a whisper of a little cream on it, not much. Out of all, out of all that, out of all that pandemic now, churches are closing people, and, and one of the, of the, of the great conflicts that happened in the early 2000 was that people stopped going to Wednesday night Bible study. It just, they didn't find any value in it. They didn't perceive that it was, that was any good. It wasn't, it, it it didn't have the flair of Sunday. It was, the songs weren't there. They, They didn't, people did not feel like it was a necessity. And so now today, Churches all around America of all denominations are struggling. Now there's a few outliers, but, but for the most part, in fact, this is a massive part. It's much larger than 70%. People just don't show up. And then they make concessions with Sunday, whether or not Sunday is, is vital. The, the, the proper value system sets your priorities. The priority for, for us, hopefully, is that, is that coming to church is more important than Applebee's, that, that, that that being in the house of God on a regular basis, consistent basis is more important than, than, than having Netflix. And so we would cancel a few things so that we could have the necessary funds because you're going to make cutbacks somewhere is the question is, is church a cutback? Will you cut back church attendance? will, Will you cut back Wednesday or Sunday or both? Or will you come? Or will it be the online church? Now, now, now when there's when when there's people when people can't get to church, I'm glad we have live stream. When, when when you're out of town, I'm glad you. When you're ill, when you can't get, but 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 have we stopped? Are we stopping this? Because the proper value system always declares or always sets the priorities in line. Always the priorities are in line. It's interesting to me. What my priorities are and how they've changed over the years. Um and and my priorities have always followed, my priorities have always followed my value system, what I perceive. The second thing that this system does, it declares my intent. So there's an what what's my intent? What 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 is that? That that's down deep in my heart. Because my heart is where it begins. My heart. I I value people. I, I, I value the individual, not what I can squeeze out of them, but what what they are, who they are. And thirdly, it creates my path forward, so it's leading me. There's this. This is leading me. I don't value something, so I'm not down that path. It, that it doesn't that doesn't appeal to me, because my values, my the system. That, I, that I've that i created. See we make room. For what we appreciate. We make room for what we think is good. We even make room for something. That we think will give us something in return. Which is not bad. It's, it's, it's actually a good thing. And statements are based upon. Our heart. That's the d- declaratives. Our, we say. What our intent is. And then we live. This path we live. According to our founded preferences. What our preferences are. That's how we live. So. You know, there's, there are things that we, that, we will, that we will purchase. Not with money. But, but with energy. With passion. And, and all these things come from. A proper value system. Number two in our lesson here tonight. Is spiritual sensitivity. And what a, what a broad subject this is. It's a powerful subject. This perception is uncommon to many people. And and it's not a given just because, just because you have been born again. It's not natural. Spiritual sensitivity is not natural. Because we were all born with a sinful nature. I mean, the nature that you were born with was from, from Adam. It was not, your nature was not from Jesus Christ. You were born in iniquity, in sin. It was the nature. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No one teaches you how to lie. that's That comes natural. But but wholesomeness and purity has to be taught. So this is not a select gift. Spiritual sensitivity is not a select gift. It, it is for everyone. Everyone can, can, can find it and have it. But it's not going to leap on you to be spiritually sensitive. The moving of the spirit. Or where the spirit would move. But this has developed over time. Uh, but you have to employ a few things if you're going to achieve it. And then it's always this groaning after God. The first thing, and I, I don't want to make this simplistic, but, but there is a personal prayer life that's required. You have to talk to God because God gives you the spiritual awareness. You have to speak to God and you have to listen to the Lord. This is a two-way street. You speak to God if you want to be spiritually sensitive. Now, not everyone is interested in this. Not everyone is interested because they don't perceive the value of being spiritually sensitive. But if you are spiritually sensitive, you're going to know things that other people don't know. There are things that I know that other people do not know. Because I'm learning and I've learned to be spiritually sensitive to the movement of the Holy Ghost. Number two is understanding the word of God. Because God is never going to do something, say something, or provoke you to do something That's against his already written word. Within the written word. Comes the foundation for all sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. The move of the Holy Spirit. Now you can distort. You can distort the word of God. You can distort these things. You can corrupt them. Um, You can can even twist the word of the Lord. to, To make it sound like you want it to sound. You can take a sermon and put it out of context. You can apply the word of God to any situation that you want, but it could be misappropriated or misinterpreted. And and then that constitute a private interpretation, which the Bible says there should be no private interpretation. So you have to have an understanding of the word of God. Number three, this is a big one. It's paying attention to what is spoken. I wish people would pay attention, pay attention. Because when your head's up and you're looking on, and you're watching. It allows you this access. I can't define it. But it allows you access. Number four is testing or trying the spirit of a person. This is part of it also. Even the Bible declares for us to do this. To try the spirits. The Bible even says this. Know them that labor among you. I've had people walk into this church. And not recently. But I can remember in our in our north campus building. Several people in, in, in a span of two or three years had walked in and said, I am a teacher. I'd like to be a part of this, of this church and teach. And I had no knowledge of them. Uh, but my go-to scripture was just this. The Bible says, know them that labor among you. I, I I'm sorry. I don't know you, but if you'll stick around, who knows what can happen? You know, well, when, when am I going to, when, when do I achieve that? When am I going to get in that place? Well, let me get to know you. Let, Why don't you get to know me? That way we can form a healthy bond, a good relationship. I want to know you. You know, anyone who says, listen, I I fell in love at first sight. And we just got married the next day. "Mm, Yeah, you're you're dumb. And you're in trouble. Yeah, that's right. We we got married the next day. We just fell in love. I saw him and. Oh, I fell in love. You, you didn't know, no, we just, yes. I didn't know what happiness was till I get married. And then it was too late to do anything about it. Well, it's a little joke. Sorry, it's a little joke. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, just, um, <laughs> by that time it was too, um, there is a a relationship that takes place. So, as I I was teaching in the last couple of sessions, there is the balance there. But but the spirit of an individual. I was reading today the scripture, but I, I didn't put the whole scripture down. But just, number five, slow to speak. It's the careful approach. Slow to wrath. But slow, slow to speak, so sometimes in the conversation, I I lose the sensitivity if if I'm not careful. As I as I'm my reply, I'm not gushing out all the things that are in my mind. Slow to speak, all of a sudden as I slow down to listen, I'm feeling what's behind the words that I'm hearing. Number six, and I didn't put in any, any fill in the blank for you, but it's a student mindset. It's learning. It's the apprentice thought to learn from other people's experiences and and their, and their guidance. And, and, and there is something about learning. I've, 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 I've watched and learned. I've watched many people. I I remember even watching uh, my mother's flow in the spirit and learned how she operated. I, I watched, uh, uh, some very good teachers and learned how they flowed in the spirit and l- learning this sensitivity to the Holy ghost and when to move and when to pause and, and not always getting it right, but wanting to make sure that I gave room and then was also leading. Um, when does that happen? You know, that this idea of learning, learning that it's, it's, it, I, I believe that Elisha learned uh, something from the elder prophet. He was with him. He learned him, and then finally, there's this this matter of of humbleness, humility, the 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 spirit of the Lord, spiritual sensitivity. It's it, you know to be brash and harsh and, and 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 demanding, and 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 we can get into these things that that really inhibit our sensitivity to the Holy Ghost. Um, you, you don't, you don't monopolize the spirit of God. No one monopolizes the spirit of God. You don't control him. Um, uh, the, the, to be spiritually sensitive, you have to be sensitive to the Lord. He's a gentleman. He stands at the door and knocks. He never, he never knocks down the door right in the middle of all of these declaratives and and laws. If you read the old Testament, right in the middle of this chapter, there's there's this, there's this, there's this. one verse that declares the nature of our God. If you don't understand the nature of Jesus Christ, it's hard to be spiritually sensitive. You have to understand his nature. You have all of this list of things not to do and things that are, that, 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 that are commandments and, and, and laws. And then right there, there's this little verse that says, and oh, by the way, don't cook the kid in his mother's milk. Right out there, and then going it just then when then goes right back into this this long list that the French uh, uh, cuisine they they they'll take this they'll, they'll take some some of their meat and and instead of using water they'll pour the milk in and they'll boil the milk and then and then there's something about. The way they do it and 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 they 'll put their spices in the milk, and then the milk uh, the meat in the milk instead of the water and and it and it it gives it a certain flavor it, it there 's a tenderization in that and and uh, watching other people use the milk and so the the milk might have been it might have made the meat taste really good, it might have made it real tender or maybe there was a flavor to it but god said listen i 'm too tender for you to take the mother 's milk and then use it to cook the meat of." of her offspring. I'm too tender for that. You got, if you don't know the nature of the Lord, you, you can't understand spiritual sensitivity because here's the nature of God. The nature of God is this. If you get to the, sh- to the, to the shore of, of, of the river and the reeds are, 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 are jetting out of the softened soil, you take that reed and you can do so many things with that reed. It's, it's valuable. But if the reed is bent over, you can't straighten the reed back up. It just, something about the fiber of the reed, it just, it doesn't go back to form. It's, it's always, it's bent forever. If you see a candle and it's lit and the flame is going up and somehow a gust of wind comes along and blows the candle out and then all you have left is just this smoke, this line of smoke. Here's the nature of Jesus Christ. He said, a broken reed I will not break and a smoking flax I will not quench. Just because he's always holding out hope for restoration. If you understand the nature of our Lord it'll help you with the sensitivity to his flowing of his own spirit. But if you don't understand his nature, who who God himself will now impose his own words through holy men of God, and this is the word of God, that when a tree is cut down and dried out, here's your Bible in the book of Job, that the scent of water Just not water, just the scent of water might reignite the whole tree. The hope of a tree. Not a gushing water, not a flowing river, just the scent of it. This is the nature of our God. So if you want to learn how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you've got to get together with God and find out what his heart is. And then you're going to know how his spirit moves. It takes a certain level of humility because it doesn't come with anger and a fist. And and a bunch of yelling and screaming and bless God, I'm going to command. You don't command any. God does the work. You don't command Him. Amen. How are we doing? I, I feel right. It, it took me a little time. I finally feel good. Here's number three, and we're almost done. This is the element of understanding perception there's a wisdom in in perception but there's also something that accompanies that if you look at your your first scripture proverbs 4 7 the bible uh says that wisdom is the principal thing but with it you get understanding it's 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 a cohort It, it, it it is it is the accompanying instrument um there is something with that uh, I, I i love to hear the acoustic guitar and, and and but I was listening to an acoustic guitar play an old familiar song and but there was something in that i i, I didn 't catch it and finally i I went back and, and 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 looked at the looked at the performance actually there was a there 's a second guitar in there and there 's another guy kind of sitting in the background there he 's playing a couple other uh, other licks in there and, and it 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 makes the whole thing full um, it, it it's not that the one guitar, one that one acoustic couldn't do the job, but it was something about that second acoustic and what it did. It it did something else, and it filled in some other gaps. There was a few moments, a few chords that were that were that were strung together to to provide a broader, deeper harmony. And Solomon presents wisdom like this. I I told you last week. I'll remind you. Wisdom is is it's akin to this wisdom and understanding wisdom is what to say understanding is when to say it wisdom is the actual word to say understanding is how to frame it wisdom could be the picture and 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 understanding is the outline of that frame wisdom is the principal thing but in context that understanding and if and if you can get this it helps you with your perception In this particular instance, we're talking about history, background, what happens or what has happened. Whatever happened prior, it broadens the frame. It broadens out uh, my understanding. I speak differently when I know the background, the the whole story, the, the larger story. The conversation, the attitude, disposition of the person that I'm listening to or the situation that I'm, that I'm engaged in, it's altered now because I understand their larger background. They're so, they're so mad. They're so angry. Well, why? They, they just always angry. Wait a second. Wait one second. What happened? What, 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 what caused this? What is the situation? I, I I experienced a few things years ago and found out that 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 there, there was it there was chaos in, in in someone's life and and, and the, the young young girl was she was she was living out the the suffering and the pain of 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 her home life it wasn't it, it, if you just took it for face value for the day in which she had the trouble. Uh, you, 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 wouldn't know the the, the how to handle the situation. You, no understanding of it. Uh, Tammy and I were in 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 uh, Detroit years ago. We were preaching for for Brother Lehman and and and. Um, met some new converts there and we went from there to another place. I, I don't know how many different churches I was preaching in that day, but I distinctly remember us meeting a young girl who, who she, she, she just looked rough. She, she was really rough, but she was rejoicing in the Lord. And, and, and if you just took her for, for where she was right then, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what to say to her. You, you might have said something different. But but as we learned the story and learned how many days she had not taken any drugs or cocaine and she talked about that, man, it just made the whole conversation change. And now suddenly I look past all the peripheral things that would have normally disturbed me. <laughs> and I started to see this frame, a large frame. And it brings me to this point. I didn't put it down in your handout, but you can write it. The former always bears weight on the current. The, the, the past always gives understanding, enlightenment. It's enlightenment to the present. We, we don't know what people go through. We perceive the wrong thing. Why are we, Why do we perceive... Well, they're just, that's just how they are. Well, wait a second, wait a second. Well, you know, first of all, you know, some people do learn and they grow up. Some people change over time. Some people don't always say to the prophet, listen, I I got better things to do. (laughs) They do grow up over time. Some people are converted like the woman at the well. Some people do grow up and sometimes it happens in a short period of time where, man, a light bulb comes on and I'm like, man, you know what? I got to change my life. Okay, good. Well, when you do it, I did it on Monday. Well, praise God. But we don't always perceive that because we don't have an understanding of what's happening in the lives of people. My, my hope is that Wednesday night Bible study and Sunday services in preaching, that there's a change in our lives, not just, not just me, but you and all of us together, that we are actually getting deeper in the Lord more compassionate for the lost, more centered on the kingdom. I don't want to just share information so we can we can have more trivia. I want us to change through the word, the taught, the preached word. It's about changing your life. It's about, it's about altering the path that you're on and giving you a perception in the right ways, a proper perception. With a good value system, what is valuable to you. Jesus did not say this. Here's what Jesus said. He said, if a man gain the whole world and lose his soul, what has he gained? He did not say what I'm about to say, but he opened the door to it. This is, this is my, this is my, my personal statement based upon what Jesus said. If I gain the whole city and lose my, my children, what, what have I gained? Jesus did not say that, but he, he he opened the door for me. So, so, so the hope is in in my pursuit is, it's not just to give trivial, which I've done many times. Here's he memorized this and, 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 and how, what patriarch was this and where is this found the Bible? But, but the idea is to change the outcome, the, the heart of the person of my children of, of the church. Not just so we can be better, not just so we can know more, but so that so that our lives are right. So we're centered, we're in alignment with the Lord. And within that takes wisdom and it, and it takes understanding. And I know that we're new creatures in, in Jesus Christ. I know we are. But there's a lot of things that didn't change when you were baptized. Your personality did not change. I, I had a guy so proud. He was telling me something. He said, "I'm a redneck for Jesus." I didn't. I didn't find a redneck for Jesus, but in the Bible, but he said that there are a lot of them. There, your personalities didn't change. Your your past pain, losses, disappointments—they're still there. The way you were raised, language skills, preferences, ideas, your taste in food didn't change when you were baptized in Jesus' name. You suddenly did not want the herbs from the Garden of Gethsemane. You didn't eat goat. You weren't, you weren't running after kafta or tabbouleh. You didn't you'd say, hey man, I, I'm born again of the water and the spirit. I'm following Jesus Christ. I'm going to start all eating all Middle Eastern food which incidentally is phenomenal. Your preferences, your clothing, the, the, the styles, it didn't change. You gotta, you gotta think of this now. Let me, let me just, before I get to this, let me just do this quick recap. This is the wisdom that we find comes, comes from God. We can ask God, but we can also learn and we can, we can grow from this. We, we can grow. And if wisdom is the principal thing, then get wisdom. I I ask you, all, of all ages, don't go another day without having the desire, at least, to gain wisdom in your life. Some things ought never come out of your mouth. And, 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 and pardon me if I say this. Both ignorance or age does not give you permission. You... you you know, you, can, you can't say, well, you know what, I'm, 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 old. I'm too old to care. You ought to care. In fact, when you're old, you ought to care more because your race is almost done. Don't fail at the end. At the end, don't fail. At the end, be more constrained. Ask God for more wisdom. Now, back to the benefit of understanding. We're, we're, we're closing this out. Here's the benefit. It broadens our comprehension. It, it broadens it. Have a large comprehension. People, people are suffering. There's a lot of young people that are suffering. Two years shut up in homes have, have caused them to suffer. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of anxieties that have now taken place. And I'm not just talking with middle-aged and older people. I'm talking about children, young grade school children. They, they've, 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 they haven't developed correctly. And they haven't developed correctly because we were not meant to be in, be in our rooms on headsets and watching things. We were moving, we were, we were, we were meant to touch people, to be held, to hold, to hug, to kiss. Does that bother you? That's in the Bible. Greet the brethren with a holy kiss. I didn't see Nick Brown up here talking about men greeting each other with a holy kiss. It was Father's Day. He said nothing about holy kisses. I would just think that he needs to get into the word a little more. You have to have a broaden. It's a history. You need a broad understanding broadens out your history. Well, what happened to them? Well, they were abused. Well, what happened? They were abandoned. Well, what happened to them? They suffered loss. They, they. Why are they like that? Well, a son or a daughter died when they were young. Well, what happened to them? Well, they were they 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 had some physical or maybe emotional stress. What happened to them? Where are they? How did they get here? The understanding of of. Uh, uh, the benefit of understanding is, is, is that it expands my level of compassion it also expands my level of judgment oh no, you mean you 've done that ten times before no no you're not you 're not getting a pass here. Oh you mean that 's your way to abuse people to hurt people oh no we 're not going to tolerate that now no that's that 's done because I have a broadened Expansion. Letter B, that the benefit of understanding is sound judgment. There's Now, this is not foolproof, but there's sound judgment. It's, at least it's enhanced. You have a better, it's sound. You, 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 you can make the right determination. You can make the right determination. You know that, if you know that there are individuals in your life that purposely hurt you, And speak ill and have nothing kind to say. You should pray for them and love them. But probably you ought not call them on the phone. And open yourself up to be wounded again. Be careful now. How do I know that? Because I have an understanding. Letter C. Mature decisions are made. Oh, that we would make mature decisions. What did Paul write? When I was a child, I did childish things. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I threw a temper tantrum when I didn't get in my way. I got angry when I, when I didn't get what I wanted. When I was a child and an adolescent, I'll tell you what I did. I thought it was all about me and I wondered, what am I going to get out of it? We have a little video and we had this electric little electric car it was a little motorcycle four-wheel motorcycle electric thing it wasn't it didn't go it just just put up you know just just went down the sidewalk and we got it for Reagan when he was I don't know what age he was but he got it and all of his friends and some of your kids are all on it we have pictures of this and and he's so happy we didn't buy it new we got it at a yard sale Tammy got all the stuff at the yard sale and 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 he was so excited, and, and everyone got on it, and 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 this whole thing—we're watching. All the kids are so excited for Reagan. Reagan's so happy on his little boy, and and but it's hard to miss Nico. He's got his arms folded. He's at that time he had the big, huge blonde afro, uh, uh, like a hair helmet, and 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 he's mad. He's got his arms folded. He's angry. Just mad. Why is he mad? He was mad. He knew it wasn't his birthday, but he was mad. Because Reagan got the the electric thing, just a, it's, and then I just have a picture of that, just Nico being mad. Everyone's rejoicing. The, the prodigal has come home, but the oldest son, he's immature, he's angry. He didn't get what he wanted. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I spoke like a child. I didn't even make I didn't make adult decisions. I didn't make adult decisions. The benefit of understanding is so that we can make adult decisions. Not foolish, rash, lustful, personal decisions. It's not about what's best for me. That that changes. The understanding of parenthood changed, changed me. Before Roman was born, it was about us. It was about where we wanted to go. How we wanted to get there. When we wanted to get up. When we wanted to go to bed. Who was around? Who cared? Nobody, just us. But when Roman was born, this light bulb came on and said, there's another human being in this house. He's invading our space. He makes certain demands of us. And then, then you know, you lose, you lose your mind, your memory, and then you do it three more times. And then you've got four people that are making demands of you. And they come into the world thinking that it's all about them and wondering why did they get the electric scooter? so you kind of feel happy for one and sad. We should have gotten two. <laughs> and so I say this to all the people in the church. We have to make mature decisions about the kingdom, about our life, about, about the word, about everything that we do. And then finally, this last one here is, is results. They're usually stable. When you, when, you, when you make the right decision, there's usually with understanding. I, I want to say it's always, but I just... I want to leave a little bit of room here. The result of wisdom and understanding. Now, we're going to pray that God would give us wisdom in perception. Just bow your head right where you're at. Now, Lord, we've gone through this lesson. Change our hearts and our minds. I pray, Lord, that we would have a perception of the world of your spirit of the people around us, of our own lives, even give us self perception. Lord, let there be understanding with this. I pray, Lord, that as Your Spirit moves, that we would all be sensitive to the moving of the Holy Spirit, and that You would You would help us to follow You. So that, Lord, if it's the time to rejoice, that we all are rejoicing, whether or not we feel like it. If it's a, if it's the time to to be still, that we would wait on You, Lord. If if, if you're leading the church in a particular way, Lord, or our families that we would, we would know how you're leading because we're sensitive to that. So I pray, help us tonight. We want to perceive, Lord, all that you have and we value you most of all, Lord, your spirit, your word, our relationship with you, the kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for this church, this house. I pray, Lord Jesus, help us to grow in wisdom and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And all the people said amen.